planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to episode 354 of the Everblack podcast. On this episode, James Schmidt talks to Eric Danielson from Watain, who will be in the country next month in support of their latest album, Trident Wolf Eclipse. Watain's Southern Siege Hell Tour kicks off on the 22nd of February in Melbourne at Max Watts, then the 23rd of February in Brisbane at the Crowbar. 24th of February in Sydney at the Factory, and then they head over to New Zealand for the 26th of February in Wellington at Valhalla, and the 27th of February in Auckland at Galatos. Tickets are on sale now through www.soundworkstouring.com. Get them now. They put on one hell of a show. They've been here a few times, and uh, it's just unbelievable. So uh, make sure you go see the uh, Black Metal Masters while they're in the country next month. All right, before we go on to James's chat with Eric, we just have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our hats and shirts for Everblack Media, and uh, they've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking these guys out. Check them out at www.blacklightad.com.au. And the show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all the other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au and give them a shout out. All right, so here is episode 354 of the Everblack podcast with Eric Danielson from Watain. Enjoy. G'day, Eric. James here. How you doing, mate? Good day. I'm good, James. I'm good. How are things in... Are you in Sweden at the moment? I'm in Sweden at the moment. I'm actually the only one in the band who's in Sweden at the moment. The other guys have already taken off to South America. So we're working on uh, stage show stuff. So I'm actually painting a backdrop while I'm talking to you. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so it's this last last minute preparations as always. The other guys are in South America working on some steel construction stuff for the stage and yeah, it's close to kick off. Oh fantastic. So you're going directly from a Swedish winter right into a southern summer. That's right. So we finished the last touring for 2018 in late November and uh got back home in time for the Swedish winter to arrive. So it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good to just soak up some of that, you know, typical northern desolation that comes with the winter and kind of <laughs> absorb all of that before heading out on this, what, what's, what's becoming actually the longest uh, tour we've ever done in 20 years. Certainly soak up as much of the cold as you can because by the time you get here, it's going to be pretty gross. So I so I hear so I hear, but is it like uh, I heard the worst part is almost now or? No, by February it's usually pretty much set into proper nasty nasty heat, and particularly once you get to Queensland, you've got the humidity as well, which is just unpleasant. 
Sweet. Well, from one thing to another. I mean, <laughs> nah, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're used to kind of adapting to most situations now. And in terms of heat, I mean, all of last year we had a pretty extensive pyro show with us on tour. So as far as performing in heat goes, that's mm. like, that's something that I actually become like a, I don't know, it's, it's more uncomfortable to perform in normal temperature now somehow you know you really get used to it and it does something to you at you know performing this kind of music and having actually you know whatever that is intense including heat around you is, is i would say it's kind of beneficial for for what we do on stage you know, so. it helps build the atmosphere doesn't it and... it, it does it, it does you know it, it creates this kind of helpless fucking you know it's like you you, you got nowhere to go so you better just cope with it and instead of you know letting it defeat you kind of allowing it to 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 give you something in return instead and i, I think we've, we've fi figured out a few ways to do that so. well and and also considering uh the smell that comes off your stage with all of the uh the props and the uh the animal blood and everything like that i'd say it uh, smelled pretty ripe by the end of the uh, very hot set yeah i mean uh, Probably to, to most other people, it's, it's a very unusual thing. I think for us, you know, having, having used these things on stage for, for quite a few years now, I mean, they certainly put you in a mood, but at the same time, it's not that you react strongly every time. You know, it's not that I react strongly every time I go on stage because of the smell. It's more, it's something that is just there. And also it's, you know, the, the, I mean... I, I know that there's all these stories about how Vatain show swells and so on, but it's very, it, you know, it's, it varies a lot as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we use, you know, older blood if we feel that it's that kind of an atmosphere on a, at a venue where, you know, it could benefit from, from, uh, from the kind of energies that, that I, that I've seen come from, you know, using, yeah, rotten blood while, you know, a lot of other times it's there is just filled with a more like scorching like f scorched flesh kind of smell or even incense so, you know it's it's a the the, the bottom line is uh, James that it that it's we like to employ smell in in the in the shows you know in one way or another yeah, and they're yeah. not always typically unpleasant i mean the smell of fire and the smell of uh, incense and so on there I mean they're typical ceremonial ingredients that have been a part of you know human ceremonial practice for for hundreds of years for a reason so so yeah I think it comes more it, it comes down more to actually employing the sense of smell rather than you know making it super nasty just for the fuck of it yeah yeah oh there you go well it should be interesting anyway I'm looking forward to seeing what you bring so um it's been a year now since uh, Trident Wolf Eclipse came out. So That's right. The album's a, a much more straightforward black metal album than its pre predecessor, The Wild Hunt. And it manages to contain a lot of the elements that uh, made Wolf, The Wild Hunt a lot more of a varied album. Uh, uh -huh. How did you go about sort of putting the, those two elements of what Watain are about together and sort of moving forward with your progression musically? Well, I think, you know, the, Vatain to me has always been, I mean, we started out as a, as a pretty, you know, young, angry, 
fucking full-on black metal band, right? Very mm. much adhering to the traditions of black metal and very, very keen on kind of upholding that legacy of the, of the older bands that we looked up to, Bathory, Dissection, Mayhem, and so on. But uh, when we found our own sound, which took a few years, of course, like it does for every band, I mean, I think what, what, what kind of made it into our sound was, was, was that combination between something quite like sacred and, and epic and, and sublime, you know, mm. combined with this like kind of traditional raw primitive savage death black metal mm. attitude, right? So so I think both of those sides have a very natural part in Matein and I think that on, on all the albums up to the Wild Hunt they were kind of just intermingled while Wild Hunt was maybe focused more on one part and trying to wolf eclipse on another. So, so I think, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, the, again, you know, the, the bottom line is that it has to be a genuine form of expression. You know, it, mm. it cannot be forced. And this time, this was just what we wanted to do. This is what we felt like. We, we were, we were keen on, you know, just, just exploring more of that, you know, savage side of the band the more like pre- the one that has to relate more to predatory instinct or you know violent encounters or you know wild fucking energy there's stuff yeah. that you know ma- makes you clench your fist and bang your head or you know all of that so so it's yeah i think it was just what felt relevant at the time uh, and how to how to bring it forward i mean i i by now, you know, we, we have proven, and especially maybe with with Wild Hunt, we, we've we've proven to a lot of people that we are a band that will do whatever the fuck we feel like, you know. And and yeah. uh, that 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 was a very yeah liberating liberating point in our history as a band, in a way, you know. And then it was fun to move from that to just a much more straightforward, you know, pure black metal record. So I don't know. Do, Again, you you, you got to do what you feel like and yeah. take it from there. Well, I did notice. Um, I was I was having giving it another good listen to today through a really high end set of headphones, and buried in the mix there, you've got a lot of melody really hiding a long way back in the mix that if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss. Uh, I've noticed that about uh, a lot of uh, a lot of bands from Scandinavia tend to hide melody within brutality, and. Um, that mixed with the way that you seem to have recorded this has has given it that real violence, but there's yeah. something underneath. Sure, sure. No, I I, I love working like that, and and uh, yeah, I mean, I I as a as a composer as a, as a music writer, I I tend to lean a lot on melody and riff. You know, for for me, it's it's mm. always like where I start off because I think that's that's the easiest way to uh, I don't know find a, find a atmosphere or, or an emotion that you want to work with you know a melody often ma- makes you relate to and, and that's that's where we usually start off and then yeah. you know you take it from there and perhaps that feeling also encourages you know this uh, a really violent raw approach or whatever and yeah, then then the melody, just stays a bit more in the background, but but the yeah. melody is definitely like a it's an integral part of the compositions. It always has been with Batain, absolutely. 
Now it's what I was also sort of looking at with this is a lot of a lot of metal bands, even black metal bands these days, are going for really polished production. Whereas you got uh-huh. stepped back from that, and once again picking up the mantle of true, I suppose in inverted commas, true black metal, and having both it's it's both a raw sound, but it's also well produced. If you know what I mean, it, it sounds sure. like a real band. It doesn't sound like it's all sort of studio wizardry. Yeah, I mean, another thing that, that's important to keep in mind is, is uh, that the, the guy who we used to record all our albums since the first 7-inch that we did back in 99, uh, that guy, Tora, he's also our uh, live sound guy, right? Yeah. He's our front of house guy. So so I think, you know, working, and he has been for the past, I'd say, 10 years or so. So I think that, you know, having him doing live sound for us also it, it, it kind of it, it, it made it easier to to capture that you know raw and primal feel of a, of a live show and i think that was something we were a bit interested in exploring a bit more in the studio mm-hmm. now like i mean since we're doing obviously we're working more with him live than in the studio yeah. time-wise now so, so, so that, it, it's, it's a kind of a natural outcome of that, mm-hmm. I guess. That, that, and of course, that the songs this time or the, the whole album just came came out closer to our initial vision with a with a with a roar sound and with a more traditional, like old school black death metal. So we were listening a lot to, actually, to a lot of old like early '90s Swedish death metal as well. You know, where where they where everything is like totally over distorted like the first dismember albums yeah. for example or uh, or stuff like that where people simply didn't give a fuck about anything polished at all you know <laughs> but i'm but, but with all that being said uh, james it, it's uh, i mean we're all you know we're all huge fans of, of well produced metal as well or you know clean cleaner sounding stuff as well i yeah. mean uh, like dissection who is obviously one of our you know, biggest inspirations in many ways. I mean, they always had a super good sound on their on their recording. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's it, it, the production is, is must be a a result of of you know what, what it is you want to say. And this time we wanted we a raw and violent production simply mm. made the trick. You know, absolutely. Um, so it's been been a few years since you've been last out here and um, this being your first uh, first full headline show uh, yeah. in Australia so before you uh, when you first came out with the uh, Soundwave now defunct Soundwave festival caught you at that sure. fantastic gig but once again Thank you. big festival so you didn't really get time to do your own full show uh, and then again with uh, Behemoth which was a pretty fantastic show as well uh, sure. so Having seen you supporting other bands, what are we going to uh, what are we going to be getting from uh, a Watain headlining show this time round? Uh, I don't know how really how different it will be in terms of the show. I mean, the, the the downside of touring the other side of the world is that obviously you know you cannot bring a truckload of pyro or anything. You know, you, we fly with everything that we have on stage, mm. so it's. It's still a it's still a kind of compressed version of, of the of the Vatain experience. But to me, I mean, I know a lot of Europeans that I've seen as many times with the full show here, which is pretty grandiose and you know like mm. something that 
you know, Venom would have been envious of in the 80s. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I know a lot of Europeans that are really like envious of, of, of people who, are, who get to see us with a much more like compressed uh, in a show in a kind of, yeah, I don't know, more intimate setting, so to say. So I think it's, it's going to be, there's definitely going to be show elements, but, but, uh, but mainly we'll, we'll focus a lot on, you know, covering the entire history of the band set list wise and, uh, and just focusing very much on, you know, the energy and the power of the songs and the, yeah. the, the spirits of the songs really, you know, and let them, let them come alive through, through us. And that, that's a that's a that's a challenge, you know. I mean, we, like I said, we, we toured all of last year. We we toured with full full production, and you kind of you tend to kind of lean on that in in the end, you know. It it becomes a kind of it almost becomes safe, as ironic as it sounds with the stage show like the one we have. But uh, <laughs> but, but 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 it's still. Uh, I don't know. To, to me, I really look forward to it. You know, and just doing a bit more like Motorheadish, uh, compressed shows in a way. Well, it'll be certainly in our faces, particularly at the Brisbane venue, the Crowbar, which has very little room between the band and the audience. Yeah, yeah. So I heard we, we actually for, for Brisbane, we actually got a few uh, pretty cool things lined up. We're working a lot on the stage show ourselves, like I said mm. in the beginning, but uh, we also collaborate a lot with our fan club, the Matane Disciples, and they are very driven people very creative people that that uh we 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 have some projects uh uh live show projects together with as well and especially in brisbane actually so that's that's got to be a, a special one well no doubt i'll see you there uh, unfortunately it looks like we've run out of time um so yeah that's the way it goes on, man yeah <laughs> thank you very much for being on the everblack podcast absolutely please come up and say hi man i certainly will mate thank you very much All for right. the interview Looking forward to seeing you. Good luck in uh, South America, mate. Likewise, James. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 